welcome to episode nine. I'm Eric. And I'm Lee. And together, we're Bourbon Departed. Please smash that like button and subscribe to our channel for further updates. Appreciate that. So, we got something interesting here that is kind of controversial that we see people either, I don't know, like or love or hate almost, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I haven't seen much on it. I'm excited to try it, but uh, yeah, I, well, I hear there's this big discrepancy or um, people are like wishy-washy about yeah. it. So. I don't know why. So, Erica bought this for us. She wanted us to do it in the show. We've been saving it for a little while. It sat on the shelf for a little while, and now it's ready to go. It's sealed. We've never touched it. I don't have a whole lot of Willet experience. Do you have a lot of Willet experience? I don't really have a lot of Willet. The only Willet experience I have is touching this bottle. Is going to be this touch? Oh, that's it. This pot still? That's it. It is interesting. It is a a very unique bottle. I do like that. This is OG retro pot still. For sure. So... Do you know anything about the Willet situation? The Willet? Zero. All right. This goes, looking into this, won't get too in the weeds, right? But these guys, they go way back. I'm going to have to look at this because I thought my notes would be mesmerizable. 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 (laughs) Memorizable. You're so mesmerized. I'm mesmerized. You can't even speak. Right. So I have a bunch of notes here. Uh, 1674. Yeah. 1674. Just think about that. Edward Willett goes to London to learn the pewter trade. You know pewter? No, what is pewter? So pewter is that soft silver metal that, you know, like Dungeons and Dragons little characters are made of. Gotcha. um, People used to there was a time where pewter figurines were cool. And I think that they're not cool anymore. Well, they're not pewtery looking. I think people paint over them more than ever. Dragons are all like, yeah, they're plastic now, like three, they might be plastic, probably 3d printed, but there was a time where you would paint your, you know, there was some super detailed people. They'd have these pewter figurines. They could paint them and detail them. So he, I don't know. I don't know what the pewter hotness was, Mm -hmm. In the 1600s, but he goes there to learn the pewter trade, and he ends up doing really well. Now, in 1684, 1674 to 1684, 10 years later, he's about 33 years old-ish, and he's allowed to strike his touch, I'll get into that, in the Pewter's Hall of Fame of London. So... I looked into this touch There's a thing. Pewter Hall of Fame? There's a Pewter-ers. Pewter-ers Hall of Fame, Pewter-ers. basically. Okay. He's allowed Tracking. to strike his touch, which is, you can see here, on their website, on the Willet website, which is KentuckyBourbonWhiskey.com, in the history section, they show you his, his touch. That right there was strike- Strike it, strike it did, strike it did in the Pewter-ers Hall of Fame. So at some point after that, right, mm-hmm. um, in the 1600s, some of the family—I don't know if all the family—but they moved to Maryland. Okay, 
1792, Edward Willett, or sorry, grandson of Edward Willett, Willett who was the one in London, right? Mm-hmm. William Willett Jr. moves to Nelson County, Kentucky the same year that Kentucky becomes a state. So 1792. Right. Now in the 1800s, it appears, this is where the the John David Willett uh, gets involved in making whiskey in Kentucky. So it looks like somewhere around in the 1800s, that's when the Willets become in, in, involved in whiskey. In the early 1900s, Thompson Willett founded the Willett Distillery in Bardstown. Okay. Okay. All right, so we're going way back, right? Yeah. This is further back than probably any story discussion we've got into. Right. No, for sure. Right? 1936, three years after the repeal of Prohibition, the family breaks ground on their distillery, which was located on the family farm. And now... Bardstown. Yep. Okay. They must have the family farm in Bardstown. So 1937, on St. Patrick's Day... They lay down their first barrel in Warehouse A. And Warehouse A is significant for them even current day because it was recently it was recently renovated and I'll get into that. But so the 1940s, the Willets introduce so they weigh this, they lay their barrels down 1937. Mm-hmm. 1940s, they finally get to introduce old Bardstown, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey to the world. I don't have any patience, so that would that would be very hard for me. That's but that's typical. Like we, right, right, right. we've met that from a lot of our our Dude, guys. I can't even like I buy Christmas presents, birthday presents. I can't even wait till Mm-mm. the actual holiday to give it. You might have actually told them what's inside, right? Yeah. Way oh, before, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Mm-hmm. It happens with me, and my wife, all the time. We we just buy stuff for each other mm-hmm. and give it. And we have nothing to open on Christmas. It's no surprise. Nope. Well, they were surprised because. They end up being a hit. They end up making a great bourbon, right? In the 1960s, they developed Johnny Drum for a wholesaler in California. This was exclusive to them. Now, you and I tried Johnny Drum at the Bourbon Tasting Club a couple months ago, and we didn't know where it was from. We didn't really know. We never heard of Johnny Drum. Well, that's one of their babies, and it still is. Yeah, I had no idea this whole time. Yeah. Now, the same year, okay, these guys celebrate their 100,000th barrel. 100,000. 100,000th barrel. In the in 60s. one year. In, in the 60s. So, no, they, so they lay down in 37. They make a, they make a product in the 40s. Mm-hmm. 20 years later, 100,000th barrel. We go 100,000. 100,000. I know 1,000 is a big deal for family or own distilleries. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And these guys did a hundred thousand. Now in 1964, old Bardstown, that flagship, right? Yep. Wins a gold medal at the Kentucky state fair. That's a big deal. It's a huge deal. It's like, it's like having the, like the biggest pig at the fair. Right. 
right. measure that thing. The sucker's fat. And they're like, here you go. Here's your gold medal. Right. Except you had to wait for 20 years. Yep. And that those big pigs can take that long. Yeah. <laughs> they live longer than human. Yeah. yeah. Or a floppy-eared rabbit. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> like a long, floppy-eared rabbit. Like, right. How long? You have the rabbit with the longest ears. Yeah. You win. Yeah. <laughs> gold medal. So... I would like to win a gold medal sometime on, I don't know, maybe drinking bourbon. Hey, here's your gold medal. I'll raise the most bourbon. Listen, if I can get a gold medal for the wall from a flop-eared rabbit, I'll start now. We'll raise one, <laughs> plump them up. A bourbon departed rabbit? Yeah, bourbon departed rabbit. <laughs> he might, do you have that one that long? He could wear a little t-shirt. We could get him a little t-shirt. Yeah. Do we, is it like bad to give it bourbon? Can they drink bourbon? Probably not. Mm. It's probably Peter would probably his do that. front his little front teeth might chip the Glen Cairn. Yeah, you're right. You're I right. don't. It's not worth it. <laughs> uh, now, what's weird about this is they in the sixty in 1964 they win this gold medal, mm -hmm. but there was some sort of a bourbon downturn after that. Really? Yes. Shortly after this winning streak, right? The seventies. Bourbon market crashes. Yeah. Not now, good for business. Now, there appears to be a break in the Willet family-run business, okay? Okay. You had all these Willets after Willet after Willet after Willet running the distillery. And they... You can see the photos. These guys take this as a... It's like a... It's a they took it very seriously like a business. Yeah, I mean... They're like well dressed. Business, yeah, yeah, they're very well dressed. They took it very seriously. Suit, tie, they look great every day. They, they weren't walking around in, in, in overalls. Gotcha. So, what happens is Evan Colesveen, Colesven. Who I, is Evan? I hope Evan, I haven't butchered your name. Evan Colesveen marries Martha Willett. And they assume leadership of the company. What a yes. turn of events. Right. So about 20 years later. So we had a little of a dead area. But right. what it sounds like, though, is there was barrels laid down. There was still rick houses. There was still, right. they called them warehouses. They just weren't selling. Yeah. So they luckily had bourbon sitting there. And this bourbon, from what I understand, was from this, the, a lot of this 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 was made from this original still which, okay which now happens is that thing was shut down really yeah they shut that poor How still come? shuts down it just the business downturn this original pot still that this bottle's made after which is the allegedly the dynamics of this bottle are equal to the the blueprints of that that's still. pretty cool that's legit right it's it's equalities of everything you see is is equal to the uh um to the original still so they to get revenue going right they end up getting back using probably some 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 spirits that have been laid right. down and they launched this in 2008 so that's comes out in 2008 and in 2012 they officially did kind of like a restart okay which incorporated the use of this original copper pot still and then that same year in 2012 they lay down 
barrel number one for the first time again. With the new, with the new still. Right. Well, no, they start over. I'm sure they have other stills, right? This right. this poor still can't handle like that. Body. Right, right. So they end up rebooting this distillery in 2012. They lay down their first barrel. It took two years. In two years, they celebrated their 10,000th barrel. Okay. 10,000th barrel. Now, in 2017, this is where the history ends because um, you can see from their site, the what I'm coming what I'm getting this from um, they end up in 2017 celebrate their 25,000th barrel didn't take very long right five years you can have 25,000th barrel laid down it took before what 20 to get to 100 yeah yeah I mean we're close to the same track record right, right? yeah right now as you can see like the Willet name or its descendants yeah. have been involved all the way up in the 1800s to now. It's pretty cool. They go back pretty far. Right. And they did this back like... Back before bourbon was cool. Right. And they suffered... Well, they were smart about probably not wanting to deal with prohibition, not yeah. wanting to deal with all that stuff. And, and probably they just socked their money away or yeah. planned for that to be, real, you know... To yeah. end and boom they did you strike. wear socks back then uh they were sh like short socks and like the the tassels i think they had <laughs> tassels i think those tassels is it what year was it that they wore like the little clogs with with little wood chips on the bottom you know the, that's what lifts you out your sole of your shoe is two little square pieces of wood mm, i think so that was back sandal. in uh that was the danish um <laughs> prior to them to coming to the United States, I believe. Okay, so I'm completely <laughs> off. Oh yeah, no, they don't use that anymore. That <laughs> won't last on the streets. We're a concrete jungle in the United yeah. States. You imagine that? You'll wear those things down so quick, unless you're a tap dancer or some sort of thing. You're gonna ruin. Take for, yeah, you'd pretty much go to Publix and it, they'd be gone. It would never last. No, no, it never. They'd last. probably catch fire in Florida, honestly. Absolutely. Like a hundred degrees. Oh, you strike uh, that thing up against something. Yeah. That is flammable it's over now look these guys they have the list of what they're making they've got our willet pot still they got the william family willet family estate four year rye they have a willet wheat they have a state bottled bergen they have johnny drum yeah which side. we tried which did you like it i thought i, I like remember i, I thought remember we liked the johnny drum and old Bardstown, which I'm interested in this anything bottled in bond. I'm going to look for that. We do like the bottled in bond. I'm going to look for that. Um, our friend Greg said Rowan's. He likes. I believe he said he likes Noah's Mill or Rowan's Creek. He said he likes one of these a lot. Hmm. And I don't know where he sampled it when maybe he was in Kentucky, but most likely he did like that. Well, this, dude, let's. Let's get into tasting this thing. I'm, my mouth is okay. pretty dry. All right. Well, we've never sampled this. We don't know anything about it. Nothing. Other than no. maybe good or bad opinions. Right. I don't know. I've seen both, honestly. You know, like there's so much of both. Like if you, 
I would have to think a family caring this much about something, right? The and caring has something to be good. You would think, and, and I almost I have to wonder, like, how much of this came from that pre Original prior recipe. right the prior shutdown like how much of this is if it is yeah. then this is history right if it mm-hmm. if some of this came from that original 1964 era where yeah. there was a downturn hey this place ain't making money but at least they didn't give it up right that's like a stock i guess well from what i understand is is evan got it, it was it was some sort of an auction Oh, okay. There was some sort of an auction, but he had the willpower to at least grab this place and not lose it because uh, he could see the tradition. So, and then he ends up marrying one of the Willets. Right. So it wasn't like, you know, yeah. it, luckily it kind of stayed in the family, right? Yeah. So this is a cool looking bottle, right? It um, is very cool. Look like we got real wood on the top. We got a cork. Um, 94 proof. And handmade by master craftsmen using same time-honored methods in the art of distilling. Handed down from one generation to the rest. Made from pure limestone spring water. Carefully selected grains and proprietary strains of yeast. Oh, that was another thing. When they started laying down those new barrels. Yeah. They were sour mash. It says on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so aged in a new white oak cast until fully mature, bottled by hand at the peak of perfection in taste, quality, and aroma. Please enjoy in moderation. Uh, so <laughs> moderation. Yeah, little warning. I don't know if they said that back in the day. Yeah, it was no well, it was medicine back in the day. It was medicine. Yeah. Uh, looks like there is a a batch number on the two two C five one. Small batch made in Kentucky, batch two two C five one. Cool. So it is unique in a way, right? Yeah. It's probably we'll have to do more research on that batch or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so open this. I will pour up. you. Would you be so kind as to pour me some Willet? I will pour you some Willet. Family. Oh, there we go. It's a tough little seal. buddy oh that came out nice oh, it's actually it's not it's not cork faux cork Fa cork <laughs> oh hear that quite the gurgle there oh i can smell it can you smell that a little bit it smells sweet i smell it from here Whoa, whoa, it's enjoy in moderation. In, in moderation. Oh, sh- oh, boy. <laughs> when you tilt this, yeah. I broke the family tradition already. <laughs> oh, God. No. Man, do you smell it? Mm-hmm. It's not too hot. No, it's actually really, like, not not hot at all. Because it's 94. It smells, like, creamy and smoothie. Like, if that makes... If that, that could be a smell, I don't know. Well, the gentleman on the on their site says the nose is vanilla lemon cake. Hmm. I can see that. It's very 
It's very smooth, and I, I don't know. I, I smell it's the fruitiness or something. Do you smell the vanilla lemon cake? I don't know. I guess, like, after you think of that, maybe a little bit. But Vanilla lemon cake. It just smells... I can smell the vanilla, but it, I can also smell fruitiness. And it doesn't burn your nostrils either. No. For an, especially for like an around a 94 proof, you know. I like the fruit. Dried fruit. Yeah. Is it does it say it smells like dried fruit or is that what you're pulling? Well, we'll go to this gentleman who has done a more thorough at breaking bourbon. He Summer fruits highlighted by ripe cherry and a pinch of citrus. Envelop a mingling of vanilla and dry oak. A faint hint of buttered popcorn lingers in the background along with a dash of sweet honey. Buttered popcorn. Quite the combo. Hmm. I get it all. You tell me that. I almost, I believe it. <laughs> Actually, I'm... Influenceable on that. Let's taste this sucker. Dude. Oh, I'm looking forward to this, dude. We've been how long have we been? This is dude. I know. I'm, I, I'm struggling <laughs> to hold <them> back. <laughs> All right. Hmm. I don't know. Right off the bat, I, I have to think about it. It hit me with a few different things. Mm -hmm. I like it. No, it tastes good. I like it. I absolutely. I'm not going to hold it out anymore, but I like it. It hits you up, up front a little bit, kind of knocks you knocks you back. And it like I can't really taste anything at first. And then after you swallow it, it takes a couple seconds, and then it hits you. I feel like I could taste some maybe dried fruits or something like that, and... Not, what you, not too much oak. It's very creamy. Are you getting an oaky, a really maybe powerful oaky finish? Me, no. I'm getting some sort of a strong finish that, uh, well, uh, this gentleman believes the palate, a honey and caramel combined to form a sweet note against a light punch of spice and zesty citrus. The bourbon mingles to deliver just enough potency to captivate the audience. However, it offers a relatively thin mouthful. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't. <clears throat> I don't. I don't taste an awful lot. Like I don't. It's this one's hard for me. I don't know why. It's just hard for me. Is to it do. almost? Um, if I would have gave this to you and not told you anything, would you think it's younger? Yes. Maybe. How many years is it? I don't know, bro. It's a straight bourbon. I mean, they I must, enjoy the taste. I do. They must be mingling, but like probably an older with a younger. I taste like caramel um, and vanilla. Like those are the two most most of what I taste is caramel and vanilla, and a slight oak. But other than that, almost feels younger, right? Yeah. 
for the price point, maybe. Yeah. It's good. No, it's good. I can it's sit good. here and drink this. I like it. I like the history behind it. <clears throat> I like the the heritage. Yeah, um, for sure. I like the folklore of you know wondering where this actually sat and yeah, and how long they had it or you know are they using twenty year old stuff with a little bit of new yeah, stuff? Knows? Right, right. That would be cool though. Right. Who knows? I, I think that's kind of cool, like just to dream about like wh- how far back this goes. I think I want to slap some water in it. See you if trying it, that? See yeah, if yeah. It, like uh, brings out some flavors. I think it it brings out the oak and the vanilla. I think it me. draws out and it actually lasts longer. Yeah. Yeah. The flavor lasts longer. There's supposed to be a finish of a a rye spice surge followed by a delicate sprinkling of cinnamon and we're back to some buttered pop- popcorn. I can taste the cinnamon. Yeah. Finish lingers, leaving an agreeable, spicy note. Yeah, definitely lingers some spice there. Oh. But good spice, like not overpowering. So his intel shows that this is rumored to be around 8 to 10 years old when it was initially released. But now it is unknown. It's like a, it's not the darkest, it's. No, I mean, I could almost bamboozle you with like a two year, something high quality two year that we like, you know, I won't name anything, but if I put the two, I mean, you're kind of going to, we know them, but uh, if you, if you weren't, if you were a new person, maybe I could, Hey, how old do you think this is, is this? And would that may be why. There is these discrepancies in reviews. Hmm? There might, yeah, you might be right on that. That's a that's an interesting point. We got a we got a decent one. I mean, a good one. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, like it's not it. Not bad at all. No, <clears throat> I do like the more you drink, you can taste the rye spice on the back. Yeah, like after a couple of sips, um, it sits with you there for a little bit. Yeah, but, you'd almost a good rye, like not like you don't like like it's not overpowering right, right. It's, it's like it's there but it's it's enough to please you yeah because i'm still in, only in love with the rise that hit yeah. you with sweet later i'm still not happy with the, the only spice i like it though we could drink this actually i'm gonna probably go another drip full i'm gonna i'm curious about this a little drippy do mm, a little drippy do of the half Let's try this. Yeah, I you're think definitely really... not drinking responsibly, but we don't like to drink. Well, don't tell Great Grandpa Willet. Grampy Willet. No. When you wa- when you add the drips though, when you add a little water, yeah, you lose some nose. Do you? Yeah. It almost fires up the alcohol, and you don't. 
have the uh, the notes. See if you agree. It's still delicious to taste, though. It's hard for me not to like bourbon. Yeah. You'd have to mix it with gasoline for me and you maybe to not like it, but... Even then, you know, I don't know. If it started off as bourbon, I'd probably yeah. still like it. Yeah, if it didn't make you sick, I mean, yeah. it might just be like, move on. I like it. I'd never put it in my car, though. Well, if you needed to, it's kind of good to know. You can drink it Absolutely or run your not. car. Yeah, but like, that's a waste of bourbon, you know? What would you rather walk and drink the bourbon yeah. or yeah, drive? Sure. 100%. Oh, you'd rather... May, you or might... maybe, maybe, put a, maybe put it in the gas tank. A schmidge? But... Also put a straw in the gas tank that goes one of those bendy straws, you know, like a camelback gas tank situation through the front window. So the Jeep and you are running on in the same thing. Correct. Then you have a winner. Mm -hmm. Mm. If only someone could invent that, Elon. (laughs) Mm. I like it. It's good. It just, I just would have. Like to be uh, convinced it was a little older. That's it. Same. You know? Yeah. I like it. Oh, when you add a lot of water, it really brings out the caramel. I'm getting more spice, man. Spice just came out like. Mm. Mine's mm. the opposite. I, I think you got more caramel? I the spice, but like it's really. Mm. In really the beginning, high on I the had caramel some. smell and taste. I think it's cool we've been doing these, you know, openings with having no clue what they taste like. Yeah. They haven't aired out. It's just what a normal mm-hmm. buyer is going to feel yeah. right off the bat. Because the sure. first impressions are everything. No, 100%. Like that, to me right there, tells me if I'm going to buy something mm-hmm. again. Or if I'm just, if this is going to sit on the shelf mm-hmm. for uh, cus- uh, people to come over and, you know. Yeah, pour it on them so they can them. get rid of it. You're like, hey, this is a, a really great bottle. I paid a lot for it. Yeah. It just doesn't taste good. This is highly to rated. Me. To me. Finish it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. Um, again, this I would I would recommend. Uh, would you recommend? I would. I I mean, it's if you want to experience it, I'm not enthused by the price point for yeah. it was it 64 that we it got was in the 60s yeah yeah i'm not thoroughly I don't, I don't know if i would pay 64 for it yeah i'll put it up because i've yeah. tasted a lot better stuff for less not knocking on this like it does taste good right but i don't know if it's 64 price right range. i would but it could be mm. different price depending on where you're at so if you want some heritage you want this and a cool bottle. Cool bottle. It will look good. The base takes up some space. Like you got to, yeah. you know, organize your, reorganize maybe your collection. Um, but the heritage behind it. Yeah. I, I mean, I just wish it would taste a little yeah. older. That's all. Yeah. I, I didn't, I wish it would ha- have a little bit more taste profile. Like I, I didn't, I don't really get too much from it. I don't. I don't know why maybe it's just i'm having an off day or something i don't know but i didn't really mm-hmm. get too much it was it was good sipping like it was i could mm-hmm. sit here and drink this but mm-hmm. definitely wasn't too flavorful as as i thought it would right be. i could flip you to a two and a half year yeah. and you might not yeah. even know the difference i right. mean not to knock them there is its own yeah 
which, you know, they got their own amazing water coming yeah. out of there. They got their own. I, I like the heritage. They very selective grains. Yeah. Um, if you want to have a straight bourbon whiskey, you know, has not been tarnished, tarnished by a real company, a real name, a real family, and you want security in that, then the price point works. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of junk. And this is not junk. No, definitely not. Well, overall, I would definitely rate this. What would you rate it at? Probably maybe maybe hmm. a three and a half, four. Maybe. Out of? Five. Mm, yeah, let's give it a three because you're going to break the, the median of the center. I, I, yeah. I totally agree with that. It's, I just, it would be a four if it gave me a little more age feeling. Yeah. Um, and it obviously it'd be a five if it threw something at me that I've never, yeah. you know, tasted before. Three. I'm comfortable with three. Yeah. Definitely in the threes. Yeah. It's fun. It's cool. I like it. Um, we'll sip this again. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Well, smash that like button and subscribe, please. Uh, we're always trying to grow the podcast. So, um, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you.